and welcome to another Tucson Means Business, right here on Tucson Business Radio, broadcasting live, actually, out of the Stuart Title corporate offices on Broadway here in Tucson, and proudly sponsored by the 49ers Golf and Country Club, as they have done so for the last two and a half years. And of course, as you know, the club is open golf-wise, and normal restrictions are still going as far as the eatery is concerned with the Rincon Grill, and uh, people are dining in, taking away, and so on. Things are starting to come back to normal, but of course, the old mask trick and the sitting apart is still going on, but they're open for business, so keep that in mind, all right? The 49ers Golf and Country Club on Tankerverde Road on the right-hand side. You can't miss it. I'm your host, Mark Bishop, and here's another show. Interesting today, something new has opened in town, and I'm going to play a guessing game for a little while. I'm going to introduce you to two key people, two key roles in this brand new thing that I'm talking about and you can guess as we go along and my first well he's a native of Cedar Rapids and isn't somebody always I mean we're all from somewhere aren't we huh uh, in Iowa he's a graduate of Iowa State University beginning his professional career in Tucson at Gates Learjet Corporation so now some of you oh hang on I know who this might be was that the job that brought you to Tucson Joseph Esberg yeah, uh, that of avionics buyer. I was at Rockwell International at Collins Avionics Division in Cedar Rapids uh, right out of college. And uh, one of our clients was Gates, Gates Learjet. Uh, um, Rockwell International is the largest manufacturer, Rock, uh, Rockwell Collins of avionics right. in the world. Mm. And uh, one of our clients, Gates Learjet, was absent a avionics buyer. And, um, you know, a year and a half out of college, they... Uh, Head of the purchasing department said, Joe, are you uh, interested in changing your environment? And I said, heck yes. Even though Iowa is a great way, uh, great place to raise a family. And right. and I was eager to get into uh, marketing and public relations. And the opportunity opened up uh, that would open up soon after that uh, buyer's position. And I decided uh, to move here to Tucson. And boy, was it a difference. Well, uh, what was the job actually, Joe? What, what was your role? Um, to uh, to purchase avionics equipment for the uh, series uh, 30 series and 50 series Learjets that were being manufactured primarily out of, of Tucson. And uh, we also did manufacturing out of Wichita, Kansas. And eventually uh, the decision was made to move most of the manufacturing to Wichita, mm -hmm. where a lot of avionics are, are manufactured. And mm. uh, the opportunity arose for me to be a partner in an ad agency, which is really where I ultimately wanted to be. And uh, I did that for the next 30, about 33 years. Yeah, I mean, you've got a heck of a background, which really um, supersedes this wonderful new position you've taken on. Yes. It's given you all the training you need. But, yes, sir. Uh, you know, um, being involved with Learjets conjures up all sorts of uh, illusions of fun and travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, in reality, how was it? It was really great with um, one exception. They decided to take me on a test flight of uh, a DME uh, piece of equipment and decided that they were going to cruise the desert floor and then bank hard and go upwards uh, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And uh, fortunately for me, I was able to stop what was getting ready to, to happen. Um, but uh, that was really a low point in my, <laughs> my avionics career. But it was, it was really a, an awesome place to work. And I know when uh, they left, I think they're now uh, part of a, a different enterprise at Retrofits uh, Jets there. Uh, but it was really a, a wonderful experience and a great way to come to you know, to Tucson, Arizona as a, right. as a youngster. Well, I know it's a pretty big deal in Phoenix, uh, mm -hmm. out there at Scottsdale with Learjets uh, loving every five minutes from all around the country. A lot of end users there, yeah, yes. A lot of end users. <laughs> so you, you were then attracted to become, we touched on it before, but mm -hmm. a partner in uh, uh, Urseg, Sitton, and Brat Advertising. Is that right? That's right. Okay. How did that come about? 
Well, I uh, decided I was going to uh, ease into uh, uh, the, the advertising world uh, in by way of the ad agency business and did uh, a lot of the, my field of studies in college were was about advertising and marketing and public relations and uh, had some some sales experience as well. So decided I'd partner up with a gentleman that was starting an ad agency and and did that for about two and a half years. And another fellow came along and said, uh, how'd you like large client experience? And so I uh, had the opportunity to work for a couple of home builders here in, in Southern Arizona and the brand new Lowe's Ventana Canyon Resort and mm-hmm. some other larger clients. Um, so decided to take that and learn more. Um, learned about uh, a lot of uh, hard uh, retail marketing and restaurant marketing from uh, handling the McDonald's uh, advertising account for Southern Arizona. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you seem like, it, like, you know, an experience of learning on the go. Yes. When, when you a, took that on. Great and, description. And you had a natural ability to uh, just slide into that crazy world because it ain't easy. You know, <laughs> I think as long as someone takes, and this is this is what made it really an easy transition to my present position. If someone takes a position that their focus is on the customer, and understanding the customer's marketing challenges and identifying what that key marketing challenge is and finding a way to overcome it mm-hmm. and using the tools from that that media and you're of course in one of those media mm-hmm. uh, to 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 accomplish that then it's easy you're you're always looking for the the best solution if you can't help somebody you, you should be honest enough to to share that with them but um, you know helping people. Um, um, should come naturally to uh, some people, and if you can do that and help them grow their business, then that's 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 kind of a win-win. Yeah, it's a buzz, isn't it? I enjoy mm-hmm. that, helping mm-hmm. small, medium businesses get further. Yes. Well, it must have been in your wheelhouse, Joe, as they say, because you spent the next 30 years mm-hmm. uh, in management and uh, marketed several ad agencies, mm-hmm. uh, worked uh, in account management for local radio, television, mm-hmm. and outdoor companies, Yes, all here in Tucson. All in Tucson. You've seen a lot happen over the years. I have, and and uh, you and I have talked off, off microphone, of course, about uh, the the gradual, uh, the change in media and the impact that the internet has had uh, in digital marketing and social media and the world of advertising, and it's been very interesting. You know, through it all, uh, talk radio uh, and radio uh, f- that that uh, is out there talking to businesses about uh, what it is that uh, that they do, and also, of course, the political landscape helps contribute to that. But mm-hmm. uh, th- you know, talk radio is 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 surviving in an otherwise difficult environment uh, that's all about you know that handheld uh, uh, piece of instrument in your. Uh, in your hand, and um, it, it, radio is 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 surviving and and finding ways to be able to adjust and adapt to that. And of course, in order to uh, send people to your website, you've got to invite them to the party. And a lot of people that have active websites are finding using radio is a great way to do that. We're alluring to the fact what this fellow does. Yeah, have you guessed it yet? <laughs> <laughs> He's done an awful lot. You know, it's only $64,000 prize, so, I mean, it's up to you, but we'll get there, okay? I just wanted to give you some background on it, why he deserves what he got. The other good-looking fellow at the table today, uh, his name is uh, Mr. Matthew Hogg. Ring a bell at all, Matthew? Matthew Hogg, I know that name. Mm-hmm. He's a former resident of Austin in Texas. Well, we won't hold that against him, will we? But uh, this is where you found your calling to cuisine. Uh, when you were five years old, cooking with Dad. Yes, sir. Right? What a great thing to do. What was his favorite? If, in fact, what was your favorite? Uh, my favorite was always the, the T-bone steak. 
mashed potatoes, you know, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, meat and potato, man. Definitely meat and potatoes guy. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Who isn't, huh? But seriously, five years old is pretty young. Didn't you you didn't want to be a fireman? Didn't want to be a policeman? Uh, actually, you know, at, at that time, I didn't really know what I wanted to, to be. Um, you know, it was just kind of just liked hanging out in the kitchen and making some good food and stuff like that. And when mm-hmm. I was actually in high school, I was actually working my way towards a chemical engineering degree. Wow. Yeah. There you go. See, now when you look at your background, um, we know that you have become, so I'm going to let the cat out the back a little bit. We know he's become a top chef. All right. This is Chef Matt. Uh this passion, I mean, did it carry through to high school for you from when you were very young? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I would uh, always cook for my friends and, and family and stuff like that. Thanksgivings are always great, you know, just kind of helping out with everybody in the kitchen and, you know, working in different restaurants and stuff like that during high school. It, it, hmm. You know, just that can kind of controlled chaos. I just really fell in love with it. And then, Interesting, because you did want to be something else. Yeah. You know, you had your mind sort of focused on, on doing another career, another lifestyle. Well, technically, I'm still doing the same thing. I'm just doing it, doing it with food. You're doing it with food. <laughs> okay, so you attended Texas Culinary Academy School, Le Cadon Bleu? Yes, sir. Ooh. Uh, a two- to three-year endeavor or longer? So it's actually a two-year program that they squeeze down into one year. Uh, so you do, like, two-week uh, intervals of different, you know, baking and and. You know, you still have to do all the different, you know, culinary 101 and culinary 102. And then you got Garmanger, which is like your cold kitchen. Uh, then you also have your normal, like, English, math, psychology, stuff like that. As really? Because well. I've always been, Joe, I've always wondered what goes on in these places, you know. I've never been privileged to get inside. Never they squeeze. actually, uh, I was like, I think two years after I graduated, they stopped doing the degree program. So now it's just a certificate program. So they mm-hmm. just have the baking or the, the cooking courses. They don't actually have the, the actual general education stuff. Well, Matt, if you wouldn't mind, just give us a bit of an idea, right, for the mm-hmm. listeners. What would a typical day be like in the world of Luca Dombo? Uh, you would get there, you know, you check in, you know, uh, then depending on what class you're taking, it's a, you do like uh, – the chef would the chef instructor would demonstrate what you're doing. You go over different techniques and stuff like that, and then uh, you pretty much have a time limit on when you'd have to have it ready by, and you you break off into teams and everybody'd work together to to you know get the the dishes or however many dishes or single dish multiple dishes done at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Do you literally start off washing dishes? Yeah, I I mean I a discipline, you know. Yeah, I mean you you, you kind of have to learn how to wa- know how to wash dishes. Uh, I mean, I mean there's an art in that too, yeah. isn't there? <laughs> I mean, I didn't my culinary career. I didn't exactly start off washing dishes, but I have worked at restaurants where I did start off working washing mm-hmm. dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that you know usually lasts for about two months before somebody gets fired or quits or something <laughs> like that. They're like, hey, we need some help over here. And then yeah, right. You right. kind of prove yourself, sort of thing. And they're like, all right, you're here from now on. Tough business. <laughs> so are you ever here? You know, uh, you're either hit from one way or another. Mm-hmm. You can't get staff or uh, there's a recession. If it's not that, there's a damn COVID-19 hanging around the yeah, corner, right? That, that was or something else, you know, it's incredible. Well, you must have listened hard and studied hard, Matt, because after culinary school, you quickly rose through the ranks and joined Club Core family mm-hmm. uh, in 2014. And this was uh, as an executive sous chef. Yes, sir. Right at the Baylor Club in Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
things. Top Wack- club? Wacko, Texas. <laughs> That's where all the wackos are in Texas, is that right? That's what they used to call it from the But everything's big Crest in Texas. <laughs> but also national champions in basketball. That's true. <laughs> they did just win the national championship. Well, if we talk sport, this guy knows his sports, I'll tell you that. So, um, sous chef, what's the difference? Uh, so the sous chef is, uh, you know, <coughs> I'll be honest, your sous chef is the backbone of your club. You know, they're the one that does everything and makes sure everything gets done. They actually have T-shirts out there that's like sous chef making the chef look great for, you know, X amount of years or whatever. <laughs> right, so, right. Uh, but that's where you really learn your craft. Yes, that, that's okay. where you learn. You, you don't necessarily learn your craft as a sous chef. You learn how to manage better okay. as a sous chef. All right. So you start learning your craft throughout the years, and then it's your craft that gets you into that sous chef role or executive sous chef role and then that's where you start learning how to manage and you know run the numbers and and cost things out and stuff mm-hmm. like that well uh, at this stage of the game you must have been pretty settled in your career you were happy um when i was at baylor yeah yeah i was a pretty decent you know i always wanted to get, move up keep moving up and moving forward you know I, I don't like to just sit in one place for too long well know. the reason i ask that is because it's well known that chefs don't tend to last long. Mm-hmm. They don't in Australia anyway. They'll go somewhere. I don't know why the money's not good enough or mm-hmm. the, the hours are too hard on you or whatever the deal is. But you paid very well. And I always used to think, you know, what a career that would be if you could travel the world mm-hmm. being paid while you did it. Now, your skills and ability in the kitchen, they led to a promotion and a relocation then to the Plaza Club mm-hmm. in San Antonio, yes, sir. which is in Texas. Uh, back in what 2017? It was about 2017, somewhere. Okay, uh, so this was another club core destination. Club, yes. Right. Uh, so it was another club corp location. Um, there was uh, rumors, or I had gotten word that they were wanting me to take over another stadium club, which is what I really wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was not under contract yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. they stuck. They didn't stick me there. They they promoted me to this position to to see what I could do to see if I could be you know if I could turn this club around, because it was kind of a failing club, if you will. Um, Well, two interesting points there. Um, When you say turn something like that around, we're talking about patrons really know food, right? Mm -hmm. And the food can change a place incredibly. Yes. This is the angle we're getting at here. Yeah, like when I got there, they were only doing like four covers a night by, you know, my second month there we were doing up doing like 40 50 covers a night sort of thing okay what's a cover so it covers any per- anybody that walks in the door oh okay so like a pax in like a in, patron in, like a patron or a pax yes. in travel or something like that <laughs> yes. bums on seats right yes. okay <laughs> and clear the table and next next one the next one the next yes, one sir. so you really know your stuff you turn it around with food and that went on were you still a sous chef at this stage no, no you would have been a i was chef. an executive chef there and hmm. then uh we got bought out by a uh, another company um they bought the club that i was at and uh the club corp didn't want to lose me, so that they they were working on the the University of Arizona, and and so that's when I got the call and was like, hey, uh, you you want to you're interested in this job? And mm-hmm, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. where's Tucson? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other question that I was going to ask was, you talked about a stadium mm-hmm. scenario. Uh, break that down for us so we understand. So. Uh, we have what are called stadium clubs. Uh, now, we're talking about Club Corp itself, a yes. huge corporation, so, right? Club Corp has uh, golf clubs, city clubs, uh, athletic clubs, uh, and stadium clubs. That's, that's mm-hmm. the, the big division they're trying to get into now. And the, mm-hmm. when I was at Baylor, we only had four clubs. Uh, there was Baylor, University of Texas, Texas Tech, and Florida State. And uh, they would 
<clears throat> you know, during football season and stuff like that, when we would uh, cater to all the premium suites. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they would actually, uh, whenever, like, say, Baylor didn't have a game and Florida State had Miami coming up, and right. they would ship me around to all the different clubs and to, to help out for all the food services. And for a while there, I'm not, I don't think I still am, but for a while there, I was the only chef in the company that actually had been to all the different stadium clubs. Well, that's good experience, isn't mm-hmm. it? Good money oh, yeah. for that. So good to see a lot well, of Well done, man. I mean, you still look young. I didn't ask you, but you look young. I mean, uh, yeah. You've earned your career. You've mm-hmm. earned your stripes, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now you've got a big challenge ahead of you, which brings us back to, by the way, you're listening to Tucson Means Business uh, with your host, Mark Bishop, and I've got the brand new membership director of what? Of what? Of the Sands Club. Did you get it? Ah! No, too bad. You had 64 grand. You had your chance. <laughs> All right. Here in Tucson, and it's rolled out... Um, well, this particular guy who I'm talking to is the membership director now, and to him, I guess, it rolls off uh, his back like water off a duck's back with all that he had done before that had prepared him. That would be a fair assessment, Joe, wouldn't it? Yeah, as soon as I, I left the advertising world, I got involved in um, an, a chamber and association management. There was a chamber of commerce at a city just, or a community rather, just south of Tucson that I was president That's the CEO. Green Valley one. Yes, sir. Right, yes, okay. sir. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Arizona Small Business Association was a, another opportunity for me to work in the realm of association management. And again, you're working with business owners and decision, decision makers. And right, right. It was, uh, it was a great, both of those were great experiences. Well, you worked as uh, both a professional and a volunteer mm-hmm. in uh, the event management industry and sports mm-hmm. marketing arenas. Yes. Um, tell us about that. How did you fall into that one? Well, sports is really my passion. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, for example, back in 1989 and 90, I did a McDonald's uh, Western Wildcat Classic National High School All-Star Basketball game at McHale Center and uh, helped start the Grand Canyon State Games, which is like the Olympics for the people of Arizona. It's cool. actually part of a national right. association of state games and uh, was on the, the Fiesta Bowl uh, Basketball Classic uh, Committee for about 12 years and was involved with the startup of the, the Arizona Bowl here at Arizona Stadium where while we have our our club here and a number of other just amateur athletic uh, things at events that I just that's that's what I'm very passionate about. Well, that's a big mixture. That was 2015. Mm-hmm. I want to touch on the Small Business Association. It's yes. been hit hard, hasn't it, with the um, with the pandemic? Yeah, it has. And, In fact, and all of the chamber got there, haven't they? It's it's been a challenge, but the chambers of commerce here in in Metro Tucson and, and the surrounding communities they're still mm-hmm. they're still strong. Uh, it it was a, a challenge. Sometimes when you're a small business person, you've got some major priorities that uh, in in most cases come before memberships and advertising and and things like that you have to pay your staff and your product and your rent and utilities and utilities just keeping the down door open right that's right they've got uh, they've got a lot of things to uh, to keep uh, the business going so Arizona Small Business Association their their pri- their sole function was to come alongside um, uh, uh, small businesses and one of the things that was real a real driver before Obamacare came along was uh, offering uh, health care for small businesses uh, people that work for large companies mm-hmm. have the opportunity to get uh, health care at a significant uh, less savings over what uh, people would, uh, you and I would uh, buy health care for. And w- at that time, before Obamacare came along, there was an association health care policy that uh, small business owners were able to invest in. And boy, membership uh, was through the roof at that time for mm-hmm. people that wanted to hold down on their health care costs. And- yeah. Yeah. Um- 
you've touched on sport three times. I mean, where did you get your love for amateur sports? I mean, your dedication uh, in our community is well known. You've demonstrated as a volunteer uh, for a number of organisations, mm-hmm. including the Fiesta Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, Grand Canyon State Games, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl, mm-hmm. um, El Tour to Tucson. El Tour to Tucson. And Pima County Sports Authority. Yes. Uh, does this go back to when you were very young? I mean, what, what leads you towards sports? Well, of course, I never was a professional athlete. I didn't have those genes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I, I sure you know loved sports, and I loved uh, – I was a real huge Olympics fan. And I think it was really the Olympics that inspired me to want to get into the event management uh, realm. And so – But just by watching them on TV every yeah. four years when they're on. You like the Olympics, Matt? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, we I all see. get sucked up in that, don't we? It's pretty exciting, really. Yeah. I was a pole vaulter when I was a kid. So yeah. Was yeah. How about that? But I have to, to share with you, I was – when I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. I was 4'11 and three quarters. And I remember that because <laughs> I was restricted to the use of a seat cushion on my license. Oh, really? And uh, <laughs> it did not impress the ladies at that point in time. But So I was a wrestler and a gymnast, uh, even though my passion was baseball uh-huh, and football. Uh-huh. And I just was never big enough to compete, you know, on a varsity level in those sports. But right. but just But that just didn't stop sports. you, man. I mean, no. you, you still did something, and that's that's what it's all about. Yes. You know, uh, you're a passionate supporter of U of A, of course. Oh, you betcha. It's the University of Arizona, for those yes. that may be visiting and haven't got a clue. Um, it's a passion shared by your darling wife. Yes. Uh, I think it's Delina. Yes, good job. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Delina. She played and coached high school mm-hmm. and college uh, basketball. How yeah, did she do? Played uh, university, a uh, two-guard at University of Wisconsin, and uh, I'm actually I'm limping around on an injury. I tore my Achilles, and she did the same thing playing basketball seven years ago, and uh, she is a, a huge sports fan, and Coach Olson, when uh, he was with us, had a uh, camp, and she helped him run his uh, mm-hmm. his basketball camp. And But, yeah, but moving to Arizona, um, I, I, I kind of gravitated from being a Hawkeye and, and Cyclone fan to being <laughs> a Wildcat fan, and uh, we're, we're getting some really good uh, competition going here in the world right. of uh, women's basketball, finishing second there, and uh, we have a brand-new football coach, and we're interviewing uh, for a new uh, new basketball coach. So a lot of change here. But I believe community. the female one's available. I mean, you might be able to. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, actually, that female coach is, uh, boy, she could run for governor right now, at no, least and win not. in this community. <laughs> she is uh, she, Adia that. Barnes, yeah. Coach Adia Barnes. Uh, the Lady Cats <laughs> finished second Excuse in the country. Me. And, uh, boy, th- that place was on fire supporting. We were Every event that we did, uh, game mm-hmm. watch parties for U of A women's basketball was uh, sold out and oversold and waiting lists. And right, right, so. right. Well, I mean, it's fantastic. I whether it's uh, when I first came here, my wife's from Tucson. She's a Tucsonan. Um, when was it? Uh, Steve Kerr was playing. Yes, as give you an idea then of those uh, mm-hmm. of the years. And uh, Lute, of course, was... Uh, 1983 know, is when Lute and Steve go. got here. Yeah, we were big time then. I eh? mm-hmm. don't know what's happened since, but never mind. We'll get back. Yes, but I've will. never seen you of a mad as a football, you know, college. Um, it's it's trying. It's trying. But it's. I, I think in some ways it's unfair of it to try and compete with some of these others that way. I mean, our ball game was basketball, right? Well, the, the number one game in Tucson has been a basketball for quite some time. But we've had some competitive teams here. We've kind of fallen on hard times. And 
Uh, thus, we have uh, again a new coach, but he's uh, he's calling the right signals. I think, don't you, Matt? He's uh, oh, yeah, hired some 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 U of A greats like uh, Ricky Hundley, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the College Football Hall of Fame, and so he's surrounding himself with some good people. Yes, he has, and right. guys that uh, and graduated the new, from the, the program. New, new, new one, right? Yes, the brand new one. Yes, okay. yes. Coach Fish is okay. doing a great job. Well, good. Okay. Well, then we can look forward to something then. You That's bet. Good to know. We are. Um, before I get off that sort of stuff, Sean, Alec, and Maddie. Yes, they're your children. Okay, mm-hmm. they're growing up now. They love competing in sports too. Yeah, they uh, they do. My my daughter is uh, uh, actually a stand up comedian, uh, a Pepperdine graduate in uh, radio or media and th- uh, theater production, and my son Alec is a graduate of uh, Eller School of Management, um, and my stepson Sean is is a, uh, a, a former high school football quarterback and. All the kids are, are really passionate about sports. Fantastic. And and your side of the uh, your neck of the woods, uh, Matt, you, you're keen on sport? I mean, are you married? No, I'm single. Not yet single. Girl. They girls, I'm telling you. <laughs> not only, but he can cook. <laughs> he might leave his clothes all over the floor, but he can cook. And a great guy. And a great guy to boot, yeah. Um, your career and background sport-wise, did you get into much? Yeah, I was actually, uh, you know, I played football. I wrestled when I was a kid as well. I was all actually right. uh, really big into track and field. I was a uh, pole vaulter. I was actually number one in the nation for really? like, the age of like 13 to 16. Oh, well, well uh, done. Injured my back. And I was into of, that. Yeah, I was kind of into that. And then <laughs> Time that's to when cook. I really fell into cooking. <laughs> <laughs> fell into cooking. Literally. He pole vaulted into cooking. Yeah, right. <laughs> From one end of the kitchen to the other. Well, you know, now you're a Tucson resident. Mm-hmm. And what are your plans for the famous Arizona Sands Club? Uh, just to really turn this, you know, make I want to turn the, the, the Arizona Sands Club into the poster child for the uh, stadium club division. Um, you know, we're the the only stadium club that actually feeds all the student athletes as well. And this is for Club Corp, yes. right? They're a division of stadium clubs. Yes. And are there many of those around America? There are. There's uh, there's four of them. Uh, other than us, we actually just signed two more, uh, which is Utah and Virginia Tech. Uh, okay. There's a, a lot more. So again, like I said before, mm-hmm. there's Florida State, uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, and University of Texas. And now so University so what drives this? I mean, what, what's behind Club Corp going after this and doing this? It's just an awesome venue. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's an expansion of resorts is one thing. Golf mm-hmm. clubs are another. Mm-hmm. But this is like what, Joe? Another a division or expansion of uh, of a different market to go after. This and 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 Chef kind of alluded to this earlier. This is a growing division for Club Corp. Uh, the the concept is is awesome. It's an opportunity for. Uh, a major university like University of Arizona to take a space and to uh, have it fixed up, have us run a a membership uh, a club that's really a combination of social and and business, mm-hmm. but also we do a lot uh, with and for uh, uh, the community nonprofit organizations. Um, there's so many activities that uh, take place there, and and we have arguably the best uh, chef in Southern Arizona. Okay, so, so if you combine all of those, put and all you're that in, together, and yeah, right. and, and the ambiance is just electric there. You know, overlooking the field, and then on one side, on the other side, you see the mm-hmm. Santa Catalina Mountains and a beautiful view of campus. And there's not much not to like. There's uh, there's just so much positive and. The, the dollars and cents also really make sense for people that want a, an active social life and want great dining and, and want to also have the opportunity to um, build their business and social network. So if there wasn't a Sands Club, what was in Tucson before? Uh, 
Well, it's it's a first of all, of course, the wonderful weather, and you can attest to that. Uh, but as far as social and restaurant scene, of course, we came on right in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. right? So there's, you know, so yeah, restaurants very unfair, very yeah, hard. Yeah, it on was you a I. challenge. But, but what I'm really getting at is this: we've we've got terrific restaurants, and have had terrific restaurants yes. uh, in Tucson for many many years. Yes. But that's sort of really it, isn't it? Yeah, you know, really the big uh, gorilla in town is and has been the University of Arizona and uh, things related to that in terms of the fine arts and and uh, uh, sports. Uh, so much in this community is surrounds the University of Arizona. Yeah, it's tied up with it, isn't it? Whichever yeah. way you take that out of this town, let me. But what, but uh, <laughs> wonderful. We're very much an outdoor. Uh, although we are, what's the name of the word that I'm going to look for as far as a gastro? Uh, we're an official gastro city. Oh, a gastronomical uh, city. Yeah. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. that we've received that designation a number of years ago. And yeah. and there's plenty of things to do. There's a lot of outdoor activity here because yeah. it's just so beautiful and the weather is seasonal outside of you know mid mid may to to early september um and there's mm-hmm. also fun ways to to cool off but but the weather the rest of the year is just phenomenal so the sands club itself is yes. not just geared at football fanatics no right or um basketball fanatics no it's open to tucson yeah we have a we have a women's committee there's a young executives committee for uh, business professionals between the ages of 23 and 35. Uh, we cater to the people that have season football tickets at University of Arizona, um, where we have a uh, um, faculty and staff advisory board because we're very eager to feed and entertain um, and socialize faculty and staff at University of Arizona. At the other stadium clubs, roughly a third of their membership is faculty and staff at that respective school. So mm-hmm. uh, there's just so many things to do. There's um, Once a month, we do a complimentary midweek massage and mm-hmm. Chef Jose. Oh, uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, all of them. Can we come back and get onto this? Because <laughs> we're going to break it down. I really yeah. want to, uh, you know, do an expose on this uh, brand new club. Mm-hmm. And I want to get into all the good things because... If you go onto their site, folks, I mean, there's so much to read. You could be there a couple of hours in your pajamas. I tell you what, it's worthwhile doing. But if you are listening to Tucson Means Business, and it's proudly sponsored by the 49ers Golf and Country Club with the uh, infamous Rincon Girl. Uh, for golfers out there, you know, heading towards Reddington, it's not that far, but it's on the right-hand side just past the school. You'll see it on Tankerbury Road. And uh, go through the gates there, and uh, very reasonable price golf. The course is in pretty good condition, what it's been through. And uh, you can get some good golf there, some good food at the Rincon Grill, okay? And we're going to take a message from uh, the 49ers, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Tucson Means Business on Tucson Business Radio X right here, coming out of the Stuart Title Building on Broadway. And, of course, we're proudly sponsored by the 49ers Golf and Country Club, a wonderful course and wonderful club here in Tucson. I have the Director of Memberships and Tournaments, Casey Polivjak. Casey, tournaments are a big thing for a golf club. Uh, absolutely. Um, we are a semi-private club, which means we have membership available but we also are open to the public um with being open to the public we welcome um, non-profit uh, tournaments uh, fundraisers 
Um, we specialize in groups from four to 144. See, this is an important thing, isn't it, in the community? Uh, companies would love to do something for their staff, something that's different, but they don't want the course to be too hard, and they want it to be friendly. They want the service to be right and the atmosphere to make it a really fun day. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's what you strive to do, isn't it? It's part of your uh, whole job, really. I think that's what we uh, we specialize in is the, how am I going to say this? The, the, the tournament that's not looking at spending too much money because they're in it to make money for their for their charity. Right. So we offer really good uh, facilities, uh, a great golf course. Um, but I'm going to be honest, it's not the best golf course in tucson it's not the nicest facilities but everything is good out there and your guests are going to have a good experience because of the value that they're getting for uh, the cost of the tournament there you go that's an important factor it's all very well you know wanting to have a great day out for everybody but if it breaks the bank then it defeats the whole purpose absolutely and if you're trying to raise funds which is an integral part because tucson seems to be a wonderful place for raising funds there's so many people who support so many wonderful causes mm -hmm. and there is a lot of uh, you know great causes out there and you know people get they kind of come to a, a fork in the road at, um you know, you got school sponsorships that, uh, you know, booster clubs. Um, there's so many uh, fundraising uh, facility or uh, possibilities out there that uh, we really have specialized in golf tournaments for people and helping them maximize the amount of money they can make. Mm -hmm. um, I've put together a, a brochure to help people that have never uh, run a golf tournament that will kind of take them from step one until the you know the day of the event that's so. very very good if people uh, from somewhere now maybe they're moving into tucson with a new business new company whatever how can they get hold of you directly uh you know they can call me directly at 520-749-4925 uh extensions 212 but we recommend you go to the the website uh it's a great way to uh you know get information about the club on uh, not only golf tournaments but membership that website is 49ercc.com f-o-r-t-y-n-i-n-e-r-c-c.com there you go casey belifchak he's the director of memberships and tournaments he's the fellow to speak to now back to the show my special guests today in the show are uh, Joseph Ursig. i got that right haven't i yes sir Ursig. and uh, excuse me i've just come out of another uh, Bug in the jest, Matthew Hogg. And Matthew's the executive chef of this wonderful new Sands Club, the Arizona Sands Club. Where is it located? What's the address? Well, it's in uh, Arizona Stadium. Uh, hard to, to miss a 56,000-capacity uh, 56, <laughs> stadium on the campus at University of Arizona. Okay, but I'm a you know particular sort of guy. I'm in the car, i am got a lift, and I'm directing somebody. How do I find it? Uh, it's a I, big stadium. Chef, I think it's uh, five, It's 565, 565 North Chair Avenue. Avenue. And there's another address they use is One National Championship okay, Drive. There you go. 565 North Cherry Avenue. That's so a good one. Beautiful. Yes. That's easy to look at. You whack that in your phone. Yes. Right? In the, the thingamajig and say, take me there. Yes, sir. Okay. Wonderful stuff. I took out April, just April alone. All right. And the committee meetings, networking seminars, monthly traditions, uh, the rib night, the pasta night, the midweek massage night, all sorts of things, brunches, this, that, this, that, footy season things. Now, this is April. The What would happen at the Arizona Sands Business Networking? Give me an idea there. Well, it's an opportunity for people to do just that. Uh, from the start of the pandemic, there weren't a lot of people doing 
networking events mm. uh, in this community and well, or it hurt any the other clubs. I'm a member of the Chamber of Commerce, of course, Metro, yes. and it hurt. But no one wanted to go out no. and, and mix. No, it, everything went to the you know down online business with Zoom and so on. So this is starting again. People are coming out. This is at 8 to 9 in the morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've chosen that time. Why? Uh, a lot of people that, that work uh, the, the traditional jobs, although a lot of people are entrepreneurs and own mm-hmm. their own businesses who do attend that event. But it's a it's an opportune time for people to get out and have some coffee in Danish and talk business and exchange uh, business cards. So before the business day, so to speak, yes. you, know, you can go there and do that. What mm-hmm. would be breakfast, Matt? Give me an idea. Uh, so we actually have a complimentary, like uh, the continental breakfast we do. We like yogurts, danishes, fruit cups, uh, snacks, granola bars, uh, okay. you know, all sorts of stuff like that. All right. A little different to the prime rib night. Yes. And then, <laughs> you got me. This is five till nine. Mm-hmm. All right. And what, Thursday nights? Uh, it's actually it's the Wednesday second night? Wednesday or third Wednesday of every month. Third so. Wednesday of every month. Okay. Um, actually, I one a night. What about the Arizona football season ticket sales? Do you have nights for that? There's things for that tied up with the football? Yeah, you know, Mark, that's just starting up. Uh, there are, uh, of course, skyboxes, and there's a loge underneath the skybox, and there are actually people that have season tickets in the Sands Club itself uh, for the football season. And, in fact, that's really the old, those six days uh, for home football games are, are the days that it's not our club. Uh, people that have season tickets and watch the games there. Right. So, so let me understand. Mm-hmm. You would lose control of the Sands Club yes, sir, to the just University on those Arizona six Athletics. days. Yes. We're so what, do they sit there and look out through the, the glass? Is that the idea? Yes. So those members can get actually get to see that. So you must serve them, though. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, we, there, so those six days a year, we actually turn the, the club back over to the university. Turn it back over to the university. To the caterer. Okay, dokie. Uh, new member orientation breakfast. Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Uh, so we try to bring new members in and just uh, explain their their benefits of be, becoming a member, what we do on a daily basis, what we do on a monthly basis, uh, you know, different types of events that we have, what they can get, you know, you know, free room rental fees when they try to have like corporate events or whatever, weddings, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and we just we feed them breakfast to make sure their their bellies are full whenever they leave. So, mm-hmm. Joe, has there been anything like this before in Tucson? Uh, well, covering yes no. covering all of this, there have been a couple of private clubs uh, that uh, did not uh, fare very well. But they, mm-hmm. they, they, while they were in business, they were fun. But uh, running a club is hard and it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have uh, well, I'm talking to all the restaurant tours out there, and I don't have the the the, the knowledge that they do, nor uh, what uh, Chef Hogg has. But it's expensive to run a business between staff and product and. Uh, you know, we uh, have you know valet for uh, parking mm-hmm, for people, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a very tough thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but Club Corp, with their experience in golf and country clubs, and uh, and and stadium clubs and business clubs, uh, and city clubs, we we have the club management uh, business down, and can manage uh, a, a group of people cost effectively uh, but we're we're still we're growing we're still not quite at break even but we're getting closer and closer right well you know what they say even restaurants there's no money in the food it's all in the booze right <laughs> so, but well you got to make a profit otherwise you'd be closing the doors let's yeah. face it mm-hmm. you know so at the end of the day being honest mm-hmm. what is your booze like is it a full bar Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Whatever you want, when, when you want yes, it. So that, you get a wine night on giant, 5 till 9 p.m. on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Does that mean a lot of the wine growers, you've gone out and sourced? 
to, uh, to bring in their local wines? We do that sometimes. Uh, we'll do like wine dinners and stuff like that where we actually go find different uh, winemakers and, and do, you know, focus on their wines and pair, the mm-hmm. uh, you know, five, six courses with that. Uh, but our, our wine down Wednesdays, it's, it's typically just a discounted one, you know, half bottle price of wines. Right, right. Because the, the Rincon Grill does that uh, too over the years. They've mm-hmm. had wine nights per se. Mm-hmm. And you have a different wine through the different courses mm-hmm. sort of thing. You do the same thing, yes, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's we a popular also do thing. beer tasting, spirit tasting. Things that we do the same thing. And you do that as so well. It's not just mm-hmm. strictly wine. That uh, midweek massage, Texas Smoke Thursday. What I'm trying to get at is on the calendar alone, mm-hmm. and being a member of the club, you've got so much diversity to enjoy, mm-hmm. whether you're a, a food nut, whether you just like to be social and go and have a drink. You even have dancing. You know, um, <laughs> right? It's it's all about social and business. But the one thing that I, that we haven't really touched upon: why is this so successful? Because uh, we came out of the gates and kind of uh, we surpassed uh, many expectations. Because the the cost is such that it's not cost prohibitive. Um, a lot of times uh, for country, golf and country clubs and uh, larger clubs, it's uh, the, oh, yeah. the initiation fees are, are steep. There's a minimum food and uh, beverage spending yep. amount. And, and then you got and, your monthlies and you got this, you got that. It's a difficult business. Golf yes. is not, at the moment, the greatest business in the world. Mm. All right. And also the age group is going up. You can tell me now. Mm-hmm. Can I afford to join this thing? Yeah, uh, memberships range between $30 a month uh, to all the way up to $175 a month. It's very, very uh, reasonable. And so what do I get for 30 bucks? <laughs> well, uh, actually, the, we I'm have, not going to get that steak, am I? <laughs> no, no, no. 30, 30, $30, you just pretty much get access to the club. There yeah. you go. Oh, gee, I thought it was going to be something the Battler could enjoy in this town. <laughs> but when uh, the Club Corp came in and talked to the University of Arizona and the other uh, universities, they really wanted to make sure that faculty and staff had right. an opportunity to to participate and, and be members. And uh, so we've held the cost down for them and young executives and right. people that are already strong supporters of Arizona athletics. So kind of a different uh, price level for them. Um, now we have something called, which is unique to club corp called the optimal network experiences, O N E. And uh, for an additional $50 a month, you receive 50% off food and beverage uh, and non-alcoholic beverage. Uh, to, to be able to enjoy that. And people that are in the club two to three times or more a month, they'll realize that 50% or that $50 difference on a monthly basis. And so they get that back in no time. Oh, yeah. Pay so give itself. me an idea. It's all, you know, you say, look, from 30 bucks up to 170 a month. Yes. I mean, it, it's a pretty widespread, so there must be a lot of different things you get or don't get. Well, yeah, we, we for example, we, we talked about the football season that's coming up, and mm-hmm. those six home football games, our, our members will receive a complimentary tailgate experience that will uh, be launching uh, for the first time. Is this in the 171? Uh, for, for the 75 or the $30 membership, the okay, basic okay. social membership does include that right. and complimentary continental breakfast that Chef mentioned that turns into a hospitality station. And we have all sorts of member programming things that we do for our members uh it's not unusual to see uh, for example on the final day of the masters we have access to um through the university of arizona athletics the jumbotron across the field it's like watching a big screen television in your living room okay um and and we'll have uh for the kentucky derby we'll have that on the big screen oh. uh, television and you have bookies just, too uh, actually <laughs> like bookies are coming we're, we're, we're working on some sort of like we're, we're still planning a little bit but we are working on some you sort get the of the legalities like, uh, going there you know yeah, 
get the legal money betting going on sort and, uh, of thing. Uh, that's great. For prizes. Well, course. I'd love to see that with money going to charity as well. Yeah. You know, that'd mm-hmm. be really good. Uh, but you know, the, to go to the races, part of the fun was the boogies. Yes. You know, and if you have them, and then seeing you got them, we might as well have some roulette over here as well, <laughs> and throw some darts. <laughs> A real gambling day at the Arizona. Did Club. you hear that? Uh, just today, they announced that they're going to have sports gambling in Arizona, and it'll be uh, launched just before football season. Really. Anticipating this being hundreds of millions of dollars for the the Arizona economy, so that'll uh-huh. be fun. Awesome. Yeah, for state funds, huh? Mm-hmm. Boy, could we do with a little bit there? Yes. But you know, uh, it sounds like to me. I was reading too. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I was reading on the site where it's sort of like two clubs in one. Yeah. Uh, uh, explain that to us. Well, well first of all, uh, and technically three, because I, I mean, his his dining is superb. It is it, I, and I have not heard. A person that has come, other than going on and on about how awesome the food is. Uh, you know what? Club. I've read about people don't talk when they eat his food. You know why? Because <laughs> they're so darn good. They shut up. They just want to do it. You, fact, got a question, haven't you, Matthew? You, you, I, you, I was going. Bah, bah, bah. I don't. What's the biggest thing people say to you as uh, a top chef? Uh, 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 I, I, they really don't say much to me. It's, it's more just like kind of applause. Like, oh my God, this is so good. Like. That's like, what I was getting at. They're too busy eating to see Joe to, to talk much. But, but, but he does get a lot of compliments, you know. Absolutely, he does. Yeah. Uh, business and social and dining um, and and all the activities that uh, take place at the club. Um, what's the dress sense? Uh, business casual. Uh, we don't want, you know, holy jeans uh, and, you know, flip-flops. We, it, I mean, this is Tucson, Arizona. Home I know, casual. it's casual. Everywhere, but you get sick of it, mate. It'd be yeah. nice to dress up, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and we, we, do, uh, we do have a standard, and, and the members know it, and uh, they mm-hmm. are allowed to invite guests uh, to come. Uh, you, you can't uh, dine at the club unless you're either a member or mm-hmm. with a member. A member. Do they have to the sports jackets or coats or ties, yeah. none of that? they're welcome. Uh, it can again, be just a shirt, a nice tailored shirt. Yes. Yeah, short sleeve or whatever. A really great pair of blue jeans and a sport uh, a jacket, casual jacket. I mean, that would be so that would work a, too. Sort yes. of thing. Yeah, I'm trying to get it. You know, it's not snobby. No, you no, know, no. it's for everybody. It's affordable mm-hmm. in different areas. And, and the, the great thing about it too is like you'll even see like if you're sitting there dining for lunch or for dinner, you'll see the coaches come up, you yeah. know, and yeah. sit down and have a drink at the bar or ah. order some food or mm-hmm. so we can go and belt hell out of them why the <laughs> 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 I'm not going upstairs, no way. So the Arizona Sands Club, who named that? You know, there's a gentleman, uh Buzzard Sands is his name, and he was a Phi Gamma Delta. Uh, at the uh, University of Arizona, and right. he made a, a major contribution to the construction of the Lowell Stevens football facility, which is the, the facility on the north end zone upon which the Sands Club sits. So we are on the fifth floor of that Lowell Stevens football facility. So that's how it all came about, mm-hmm. right. And was there a lot of money needed to be spent on renovations to open and start, or did you take it as it was? Yeah, over $4 million was invested in, in, in chef's kitchens. And, wow, uh, that's some kitchen, uh, mate. <laughs> and uh, what, what's, the, what's, the pl- what's that plate, plating called that you... Uh, that you have, what's that called? Uh, the plating that you have. It's it's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of special what? 
Oh, I mean, glasses and oh, plates. So like our CGS, like our China glass and silverware. I mean, mm-hmm. we spent probably over half a million on the that alone. Nice. So that's on top so, of the. So we're talking about white tablecloth dining. It's not tablecloth, but it, it's it's pretty. It's really upscale casual. I mean, it's it's borderline fine dining. Right, yes. but it's not McDonald's hard cheese. No, right? no, okay, no. fair enough. You won me. <laughs> After all, so thirty bucks a month through to one seventy a month. Mm-hmm. What's the initial joining fee? Uh, that also is extremely reasonable. That's another thing that's attractive is uh, we have a membership special going on right now. Yeah, just give me the money, Joe. Well, it's it's a, it's, it's a it's a whopping hundred dollars. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, fifty dollars of that uh, goes to the club. The other fifty dollars we're donating to the University of Arizona Campus Pantry. Okay. Uh, so each month we uh, pick a, a local charity. A to local support. charity. Right. American Heart Association in the month of February, for example. Good. Make a Wish Foundation last month. So every month there is. Yes, sir. That's for sure. Yeah. And the fifty bucks each month, yep, right. Uh, oh goes no, into the, that. the fifty. It's just a one-time initiation fee. Okay, uh, and that's a special that's, that's going each, on right now from each new member in that particular month, and then fifty that's right. of that goes to that. That's a nice. That's a nice idea. Yes, and um, well, one can afford to get in. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's the continue on, and I think if you think about what you could spend, Matt. You know, if you went out with the mates or took your wife, not there's anywhere really to go dancing, is there? Unless you're disco age. Well, Mark, uh, I think right now I might be outdating myself a little bit, uh, Chef, because they're a brand new menu. But is the $44 cowboy steak the most expensive entree on the menu? Uh, yeah, it's it's forty nine dollars. Forty nine dollars. Okay. Most, I mean, it's a sixteen ounce bone in ribeye. Right. You know. And what would you serve with that as a matter? So it actually comes with like a loaded mashed potatoes and uh, uh, like a mushroom burgundy or burgundy mushroom ragu. Okay. But with okay. that one membership, you get that at 50% off. Yeah. That's darn good, yeah. isn't yes. it? Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. very good. See, we, we what, know what that sort of desserts? The thing is, we know that you, they're paying on a monthly basis to mm-hmm. be able to come in and, and buy, purchase stuff at, at the club. So we, right. we definitely don't gouge. You know, we no, uh, no, fair most enough. To, just to throw some And what about drink out. prices? Are they reasonable too? Oh, yeah. They're, they're great. Okay. Um, we do. Uh, our community hour runs from three to six every day, where it's like half price on pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. So from three to six is like a happy hour. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. We call um, it community hour. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Community hour, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And have you invited the police in yet? You know, they're, they're good friends. I hope. We love our our uh, our heroes, and and by the way, we are very. Uh, active in uh, the community when we do those. Uh, when I, I mentioned the fundraising part, we raised uh, uh, $4,100 for the American Heart Association in February. Oh, uh, well done. Good job. So we're, yeah. so we're, we're you know, very, Joe, very strong. No need citizens. to tell you there are so many organizations in need in this city. Yes. I think there's 3,500 alone of not-for-profits. We're, we're, we lead the nation in the number of nonprofit organizations per capita in Southern Arizona. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? This is exciting. Um, dancing is when? Saturday night or every night of the week? Or, you know, when could you take your wife and your girlfriend or both of them for that matter? I mean, you know. Well, a lot of people <laughs> use the use the club uh, socially, but uh, frankly, I haven't done. Uh, yeah, we haven't done any dancing. <laughs> yeah, That's there's a the, there's a, a lot of people that that uh, dance when U of A wins baseball and oh, yeah. football. And oh, you don't have games. a band then? No. Oh, oh no, we do. We well, do have. Well, that's what I read. Somewhere. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Music. Yeah, fr- we do have music. I don't um, mean some old fellow sitting in the corner with a concertina. I'm talking about a band. It, it, there's there are there are bands and there's individuals that play, especially on Fridays. Yeah, Friday, pretty much every Friday. Ah, there you go. 
going. Fabulous. There's yeah. just so much to People do. People want this, job. Yes, they want uh, to be together. They and also need to socialize, yes, right? Yes. And they do need to have a bit of music in their life. And they're coming of, out now to do that. Bye, bye, gee, like <laughs> flies on, you know what, that's good. It's the Arizona Sands Club. It's in uh, Cherry Tree. What is it? Cherry Pine Street? 565 North Cherry Avenue. North Cherry Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally in the building. It's on the north end of Arizona Stadium. North end of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, $4 million bucks. Yeah, it's it's uh, spent on getting this thing ready, but mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, it's a great investment, and we the University of Arizona loves uh, the fact that we're there to uh, to uh, help their faculty and staff have a good social and and restaurant life, and um, well, that's good. We're really, that's cool. really the club call put the money there. in, right? Yes. So good on them for putting the money up front and doing it in. Good for Tucson. Yeah, good for Tucson, isn't it? Yes. And now there's something we haven't mentioned because I can tell you don't play golf. Oh, no, I do. I do. Well, I'm a king golfer. <laughs> you know, and, and I And do I read to... that I can go to these beautiful other clubs. Mark, I'm so glad of that lead-in that you gave me because that one membership provides for people that have that one membership, they get two complimentary rounds of golf uh, per month at all of our awesome golf courses throughout the country. Plus, they get two complimentary three-course meals at any of our city clubs. And people can go on uh, and online and look up clubcorp.com and see all the places we have clubs across America. But uh, the half-off, uh, the one membership is not just half-off of dining at, uh, at, the, at the Sands Club, but all those uh, great golf and uh, food uh, dining benefits at other clubs across the country. That sounds fantastic. So for people on holidays on the road, in the car, holidays coming up, want to travel, we, you know, we get a lot of people here visiting who play golf. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of the market is taken up by Phoenix, but mm-hmm. we're trying more and more to get them to come mm-hmm. to Tucson. And I meet so many alone at the 49ers who, uh, who come from other states, love coming here. Um, but we love to travel. And, and if nothing else, we can hit the road. But now we're starting to fly again. Mm-hmm. But to think that some of these clubs, I mean, I, just off the top of my head, Joe, some big names. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, Firestone in, in Ohio. P- is P- of, PGA yes. stuff I'm talking about here. You bet. Oof, beautiful. Very good. So that's a pretty good deal, isn't it? And we have an 800 number that people that are members just call that 800 number and they uh, so the service a is there too. and oh, set them up nice. for a dining and golf across the country. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen, the Arizona Sands Club. And we were lucky to have the membership director, Joseph Erseg, and uh, the chief cook and bottle washer and ex-sous chef <laughs> come top boy now he's the top chef matthew hogg matthew hogg remember that name because he makes the best steak in town they tell me yep and a few other things too but um, i'll tell you what matt i'll be honest with you i'll be honest with you i'll tell you don't tell you straight i know but I think with the man, Joe, how did you pull this guy? You're lucky with all this experience. Yeah, he was actually the second guy or first or second uh, guy I'm that actually, got hired. Yeah, it was the very first one. And technically, since uh, our original general manager uh, had to bow out for medical reasons, I'm mm-hmm. actually the longest tenured employee. Right. Love mm-hmm. now. Yes, of course, uh, Mr. Goldberg, right? Uh, about... uh, oh, Scott <coughs> no. Goldberg is now, he's our, 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 our general manager. Yes, yes, and, and um, we'll get him on the show one day. Yes. I'm glad you came, though, Joe. It's been Thank a long you. time. And, Matt, I wish you all the best in the world, Thanks, mate. sir. You know, you've, you've come to Tucson. You've, it's like a whole new life for you, a new career. Oh, yeah. And uh, are, are you into golf yourself? Oh, yeah. I love okay. golfing. 
All right. You come out as my guest to the 49ers sure. sometime. I'd love you to have you. I'd love you. And, great uh, course. And Joe, be great. It's, it's, it's a tough course. And you get that southwestern upscale ambiance there at the 49ers <laughs> country club. You know, clubs. the funny thing, Joe, about it is, um, I mean, I'm only a hacker still, you know, 16, 18 type guy. I'm not, not a star <laughs> or anything. But the reality is um, we've had a lot of people join, you know, Matt, who come in with mm-hmm. like two, three handicaps. Gotcha. You know, noses up a little bit. Um, you know, I come from very well-to-do clubs and so on. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, this thing I should be able to knock off in no time. You know, within six months, they're out to 8, 10, 12. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I'm one of those types. Last couple of times I went to go play, I didn't lose a ball, so I was actually happy about that. There you oh, go. That's awesome. Do not underestimate the 49ers, I am telling you. And there you go. It's been an absolute pleasure. Tucson means business. And boy, is it going to be business. The Arizona Sands Club, ladies and gentlemen, it's on. And I'm so looking forward to uh, to getting involved myself and, and, and going up there and being able to enjoy all the wonderful things, the food, the music, and everything else. So, Joe, I wish you well. This is a big thing for you. Thanks, Mark. Yes, You've sir. done so much in your career. And, th- you know, I wish you well with this. It's... Uh, uh, and the family, because uh, you put everything into everything that you do, and uh, this is important that this goes. Yes. And I think they got the right man to do it. Thank you. All right. So Thanks. all the best, Joe and Matthew. Thank you, sir.